Conversations with Aphrodite, part five. You hear it in my voice, emotions, you know. Well, we'll talk about how it took me, and it's still taking me time to be accepted in this world. This part of the world still doesn't accept me. And one of my friends from LinkedIn had asked this a long time ago, and I didn't really understand what it meant. He had said, why such a beautiful, fragile creature like yourself can't be accepted? What makes you think that no one is not even in tune to your words? If they're listening to you right now, that means that you're helping them. It took a long time for me as an individual, as a young woman, to be accepted. No matter how many times I tried, it was never enough. I was invisible. I would talk to people and they would ignore me. Or I would put something up and it would just get overlooked. That I thought to myself, maybe I'm not well liked. Your parents are the two people in this world that stood behind you, stood by you. They were my teachers, my guides. They showed me the path, the path to life. I made a lot of decisions in my life and I look back and think to myself, what possessed me to get myself in this type of danger? I ask myself this question because, again, everybody in your lifetime, or even in your own life, you say to yourself, who shaped you in your life? Who made you the woman you are now? Who did that for you? Other than your parents, you did it yourself. You created you. You came out with a persona. You came out with a persona. A lot of people think, I look at my character of me. I look at myself as me, as a young woman. who wants to be known for the good. But she's also a broken soul, a soul that can't be mended. Because every time she tries to fit in, she gets laughed at and rejected. I know what you're thinking. Ollie, you're thinking, why is she telling us this? Because I am showing you the real me. I've held this in for a long time. I cry myself to sleep at night because it's good to let your emotions out and to show the world who you are. There is a theme song connected to my life, even when my mother was alive, from, from Yanni. Yanni is a big influencer for me because all of his songs speak to me, but one song in particular that I want people to remember me by, to remember me by. Rest in peace. Here lies a woman who defeated the odds, who survived, who made a difference. But in the end, in the end, her light dimmed. And she was the type of woman that was left alone to grieve. And my parents were just the biggest part of my life that I can't even escape from them. Not that I want to escape, wrong choice of words. I want to find who I, who I am. Who's my identity? What's my identity? You know, people ask me, who is Aphrodite? Describe her to us. 
who is she to you? If you didn't, if you didn't know who you were, or if you knew of someone who was like you, how would you describe her in one word? Likeable. Likeable. Likeable in a sense, because again, I don't know me personally. You know, people think that they know you, you know, your family members say, I know her or, or friends or, but in all reality, the only people who know about us is us, right? If you look at yourself, go look in the mirror and convince yourself that you are great, not perfect, great. Ask yourself, because again, I don't have anybody in this world, friends-wise. When I'm at work, I feel even more alone. And I can never seem to do anything correct. But people want to know who I'm all about. Who, who is Aphrodite? They don't want to know me for me. They want to know me so they can go out and make up a story about me that's been done before. You see, you know, social media is, is ruins people's lives because of that. You know, you try to build who you are to somebody else, and then they take that person that you've created and they make it into their own persona. They make you into what they want you to be, not who you are. If you came to me and asked me, who are you? Let's dig deeper into that part of your life that you don't want to talk about. And I asked myself this question. Who am I? I went to sleep this morning and I had Yanni on. I took myself into a different time period when things were simpler and I had a purpose in this life. A purpose, a mission, a goal. Now I feel lost. When I look in the mirror, I'm looking at a stranger. I'm looking at the person that I want to be. I'm looking at someone who is not sure of who she is anymore. I lost my identity a long time ago. I lost myself. I lost who I am as, as a woman. You know, if you ever feel the way you do, you're not the only one who has these feelings. Trust me, let's join the club. Let's, let's form a group. Let's call ourselves lonely. The Lonely Hearts Club, the Broken Club, the broken soul, a soul who's trying to be released, someone who wants that recognition, you know, someone who wants herself to get noticed, but I want people to just see me in a positive light. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to shatter anybody's world. I keep having premonitions. I did have one premonition that was haunting, and I was trying to figure out what was the hidden meaning behind it. Now, again, let's go backwards now to my 20s. Before my father passed away, I kept dreaming about his death. 
It's morbid for me to talk about it. Yes, you're right. And I do not wish my father to leave when he did. But again, you ask yourself, do dreams come true? Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. When I look at my life and I think of all the choices I made and all the decisions of the people I've encountered in my lifetime, some of them were good, some of them were not so good. I look at myself and I think to myself, I've come this far, now I need to continue on with the journey and find out who I am. Is there someone that I should be connected with? Is there someone out there that I have a close connection with family-wise? I wanna know my family tree. So I wanna do a DNA search. I wanna see if there's another family member out there who has that similar quality. You know, who has, is trying to find themselves but they don't know where to start. You know, you'd be surprised in your lifetime when you meet up with someone that you didn't know was a part of your family. When you find out about that person, you find you have a lot of things in common, which is scary. You think, oh my God, all this time, You were here, but you were in another part of the world. Now I gotta go find you because now I wanna know all about me. From there's a story to tell with family. They always say, don't you wanna know what your family's all about? And I said, yes, I do. I want to know who my family is. I want to find out who my family is. Because again, I might have somebody that I truly like. Or truly love for that matter. Someone who gives me pleasure and joy and hope. Someone who just brings out the best of me. Someone who makes me happy. Someone I could call my own. Someone who loves me for me and accepts me as I am. Doesn't try to mold me or shape me into somebody I'm not. You know, there are people that are like that, though. There are people that are downright cruel and shameful. I just don't know how to be anymore. One of my friends asked me in an interview, what's it like being Aphrodite? Aphrodite's not a superstar or celebrity by any means. She could make a difference in someone's life if she wanted to. And she has, believe it or not. She has made her life complete. She's done a lot help people. She has a cause. She has a video she wants to present to the world. I went out there 
and this is what I want in my life. Someone to give me love. Someone who wants to consume me with passion, desire. I know a lot of people are going to say, are you out of your mind? No, not really. Somebody that loves you, that brings out the best in you, that is thinking of you, that wants to put a smile on your face, wants to put joy, wants to make you happy. In all the years I've lived on this earth, I've never had an ounce of happiness. All of my life has been traumatic, turmoil, passion, pain, attack, assault. Everything is like negative. And how many times am I going to prove myself to all of you? How many times? My life, again, is not complete. It's filled with a lot of questions. Who am I? Why am I here on this earth? What's my mission in life? Who can I, who can I inspire? Who can I impress? Now, a lot of people say, you don't need to impress anybody. Just be yourself. Easier said than done. Then ask yourself this question. What will make you happy right now? Well, what would make me happy right now? Being with the love of my life, but... I don't want him, I don't want him to look at me differently. I want him to love me for me. I mean, all I ask is love. That's all I want is love. I don't want anything else. Everyone says that women want materialistic things from the people that they love. I'm not materialistic. I'm a very simple woman. My mother said to me one time, she goes, I want to see you happy. I never want to see you cry, and I never, ever want to hear you talk like you're going to do something to yourself. Never talk like that. Never. You are far beautiful to be in this world. You are beautiful, and you know you are. If they can't accept you, then you know what? They weren't meant to be. It's hard to find people you can connect with, you know, friends. I don't have any friends at all. My phone doesn't ring. My phone doesn't ring. There is no happiness for me when you're sitting in the dark looking out at the light. My friends were always asking me, the ex-friends had said, we, we, admire you and I'm like but for what what have I done the only thing that I have done the only thing that I have done the only thing I have done is survived cancer but I can't use that anymore you know let's talk about let's talk about Chad Bozeman again his anniversary two year anniversary of his death is coming up 
and he died on my father's birthday. What would have been my father's birthday if my father was alive? August 28th. That's significance to me. Coincidence, yes. But again, he was a young man with promise. A young man who had a life that was filled. He had given back. I read about his biography and his story, and it kind of paralleled with mine, in a sense. And I said to myself, he's a young man who had a lot in his life left to go out there to make a difference. He did what he did. And I just wonder about that. He had such promise. 45-year-old man, I'm sorry, 43. He was 43 when he passed back in 2020. 43 years old. You know, that's a life that's short, short-lived. And I felt bad for his for his widow. I felt bad for his family in general. And then the people in, in the acting circle did not know he was sick. They didn't know he was sick. Can you imagine hiding that illness from people that you love? And you say to yourself, why did he do that? Was he afraid to confront the demon cancer? You know, when I... When I was 35 and I was diagnosed with it, because again, there was no history of it on either side of the family, I asked myself, at the age of 35, that my life was almost ready to be bad. My, everybody was planning for my funeral. Everybody said, there's no way she can make it. This tumor took over my whole life. It consumed me. And a lot of people thought, well, we're gonna lose her to cancer which they didn't. The tumor got big. I'm talking about it spread pretty quickly. I almost died. I could have died. And I didn't. But I asked myself this question. I just love that people rather my mother, my late mother, rallied around me, making me get better. But I said to her in confidence, I said, Mom, I don't know if I can go on with this pain. She didn't know the extent of my life. She didn't know what I was dealing with, the pain that I was dealing with. She didn't know and I didn't tell her, I kept it a secret. I didn't, I, I was ashamed to tell her what was really going on with the man that I was living with. Because again, she never liked him. And even if I brought up his name, she didn't like hearing about him. With good reason. I said to my mother, if you only knew the pain that I'm going through right now. But I don't think she understood. I think deep down inside, she thought I was talking about my illness. And in all reality, I was talking about the man that treated me like dirt. The man who just wanted me God out of his life. The man who didn't show an ounce of love. The man who didn't show an ounce of respect towards me. The man who just made my life a living hell. But I asked myself this question, why? 
you know, the years that I've been on this earth, why? You know, I got a second chance because my mother prayed hard. She says, there's no way I'm letting a beautiful angel like yourself die. Your light is going to continue to shine. Your light is going to continue to shine bright. And down the line, you will make a difference. And not only for yourself, for the people in your life that matter to you. You are the angel that's going to lead the way. Lead the people out of the darkness. You yourself will do that. And you know why? Because I know you can do it. I believe in you. You're my daughter for crying out loud. I love you very much. You mean everything to me. But if you ever tell me you're going to give up on life, you know what I say to you? I say to you, don't you ever, ever say that again. Don't ever say that again. That's hurtful to say. It's true. It's hurtful to say that. To say that to me. I said, Mom, my life has no meaning. 35 years old, what do I have to offer? Listen to me. 35 is still young. You have your whole world ahead of you. You have somebody right now who cares about you. Think of it this way. If you had given up, You would have lost out on everything. You would have lost out on the chance to love again with a decent man. A man who reveres you, who loves you, who will stand beside you, who will do good things with you, who who will love you. And that's what you need. Now, everybody in this world needs love. Everybody. I don't care who you are. My mother made me believe that I was important in her life. That I had a purpose. I have a mission in my life. But somebody's going to be there to make me happy. Someone's going to make me happy. Someone's going to give me joy and pleasure. Someone's going to do so much for me in my lifetime. I just want to be accepted. That's all I want. There's so much that I could take in this world, and other times I can't. Sometimes I can't go on with my feelings of how I feel. I don't want my life to go down the wrong path. Then you're trying to prove yourself. And I said, one of my friends had said to me on LinkedIn, he had said to me, who are you trying to impress? You don't have to impress anybody. You are great as you are. You are beautiful as you are. You are accepted. Why don't you see that? Because this world has changed for me. Do you know how long I've been waiting to find out who I am? When I look in the mirror, I don't know who I am. I feel like I'm looking at a stranger. And I'll be honest with you, I've had those feelings for a long time. I... When my mother was alive, I looked at her and I thought, is she really my mother? Now I know what you're going to think. You're saying that your parents aren't your parents. No. But for a long time, I said to myself, do I really belong in this family? I mean, look at me. What kind of a daughter have I turned out to be? A daughter who's made so many mistakes in her life. A daughter who, who tries too hard or doesn't try hard enough. And I know my parents loved me and stood beside me through thick and thin got me to where I am in my lifetime but 
I got very scared. And I saw myself looking from the outside in. I look at all the people that have accomplished, that are great, that are well-loved. But by myself in this world, trying to, trying to be somebody. And then there was a voice in my head at one point. It said, you are somebody. You're making a difference now with all these podcasts. Do you know that people from around the world are listening to you? Do you realize how much of an impact you have on their lives? Not the same thing. It is the same thing. Look, like you said, a lot lot of people are going to accept you. But the ones who have accepted you are still with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not everybody's going to like you. That's a given too. But the ones who do like you are still with you. Do you understand that? You don't have to make these impressions. You don't have to go out and prove yourself to anybody. You just be you. If you ask yourself, and, I, and I've come across people who eventually came up and had this conversation many years ago. They said, why do you have to really try hard to impress someone when you're already doing a great job of it now? You're making a difference in people's eyes. My, my, one of my LinkedIn contacts said it about a month ago. He said, you're making a big difference. And you know how I know, because I've talked to people who have actually listened to your podcast. You have helped them with everything you've gone through. They're struggling with so many different types of emotions, depression, loneliness. Some of them feel suicidal. You've touched on all of that. Someone who's lost someone to death, someone who has had a broken relationship with someone. You've touched on that because it's happened to you. You don't realize of how much of a huge international impact. Not so much the people here, because again, here in America, it's hard for me to be accepted. When I was a little girl, I was teased at mercilessly, and I thought, well, when maybe when I get older, things will be different. Guess what? That wasn't the case. They didn't like me. They couldn't accept me as me. And I thought to myself, why is that? Then I thought, well, maybe there's a, a shot that I can be the person. I could be the person that people want me to be. The person that will help so many others. And we will do that. We, will, we together, will do that. We will help you get through it. We will make you see life. Life is beautiful with the people you have in it. But you ask yourself this question, what can I do for you? What can I do to make a difference in my life for all of you? I want all of you to see me as a person that has everything. A person that has everything in her life. I look at a movie and it parallels my life. One movie in particular I look at that has what the character says, you strive so hard to become someone great and then you get taken away from the people in your life, you lose so many of them. I lost many people, that's a real thing. It's not a made up story. All my people in my life, my family, everybody that had a close connection to me, I've lost. Can you get them back? Am I happy with my choices? No. Am I happy with my life? I wish I could be. 
Every time I try hard at work, I get knocked down. Every time I try to make a difference, I get knocked down. It hurts. And the, and the, part, and the hardest thing in the world is rejection. I'm getting rejected here. Even after all these years, I said, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? I'm not trying to do anything to hurt anyone. All I want to do is help people. And I'm sincere with that. But I don't think it's enough. I think a part of me is just hoping and waiting that maybe someone will take notice and say, hey, look, we can use her on our team. She has potential. She helps. She cares. She's a caregiver. I mean, I look at my father as a perfect example of a man who gave. You didn't even have to ask. He gave. He gave willingly. He had a heart of gold. One of my friends said, you do have all that. You're a very compassionate soul. You have a beautiful heart that's filled with love for the right person. I said, I have someone who I love, but I want to do more for him. I want him to be proud of me. He says he's proud of me, but... I want to do more in life. I don't want to be a disappointment. That I've had my heart broken many times. And I said, how many more times can my heart get broken? I had my heart filled with love at one point, and then it turned into something ugly. The person who took that heart of mine and crushed it, crushed it to the ground in millions of pieces, and you ask yourself why. And I look at this gentleman on TV he made a point every time he he has somebody new in his life he loses them to death I know it's a movie but when you think about there are movies that do parallel in real life and you say to yourself oh my god this is my life when I was a young young woman when I was a young woman I went through something similar every time I would get close to someone they would die or they would disappear and I thought Am I a bad luck charm? Am I a person that's cursed? That I had my premonitions, I still have these visions. Some of them are good, some of them I don't even want to reveal to the world because they're too painful. I have been hurt many times and resilient enough to walk away from being killed. It's a harsh word, yes, killed. But think of it this way, you made it. If my father had been alive when I was assaulted, I know that he would find a way to get back. He would go after this man. He would do whatever it took to protect his daughter from that pain. I know him, but he wasn't there. And I had to look to an angel for guidance, a voice, a sign for God. And he says, I spared your life. I almost got killed. Now I think about that. And I'm not acting, it was real. And it happened a year after my father passed because again, I wasn't grieving properly. I found myself trying to find him, but I knew that he was gone. It's just a part of me didn't want to accept it. A part of me wanted me to see if I could find him. You know, he's been gone for so many years now and I feel like I still need my daddy. I will admit it to you, I'm a daddy's girl. And I love my mother too, don't get me wrong. My mother and me didn't really develop the bond until after my father passed. Because again, I'm not saying I didn't love her. I did love her very much, but she had more of a close connection with both of my sisters than she had with me. With me, it was until after my father passed away that we had developed the bond. 
but you ask yourself that's not a bad thing i mean hey everybody has a parent that they're closer to that's why i still can't get past my father being gone i know it's been a long time but i wanted him to be proud of me and say hey look at my daughter now she got herself a job pays good money she's going back to life again and, and look and i'm sure my mother has said to my father our daughter has someone in her life that will make her happy that will take away all of this pain you deserve to be happy you deserve to have love you deserve to have a life just like everybody else but i want to stand out away from everybody else with the love of my life i want us to be different i want us to have everything i want us to have everything in this world you know it's really hard to imagine what my life would have been like if i would have given up i think a part of me almost did give up i did give up at one point i said i can't go on anymore i can't take the pain the pain of losing the pain of just pain and not having anyone to talk to that's very crushing to me you know again i have an animal but an animals don't understand the way people do you know you come into a home and you're just by yourself and you're climbing the walls cuz you're trying to figure out what you should do with your time is the times that i'm not working and i'm at home i have time to think about and plan ahead but then i have these bad premonitions now one premonition i don't want to mention because again it's too painful but it parallels my life i actually read or actually written rather part of a a story of my life when i was doing when i was in online school and i wanted to further my career and there was a scene there's a scene in this movie right now where the husband comes home to find his wife gone and it was like parallel to my life my mother passed she was in a state of death and i thought why is this happening now I wanted her to be around for a long time to see me do- to see me grow and develop to see me to see me become the woman that I am that she hadn't had a chance to see me grow neither did my father my father had left when I had turned 21 it was 2 months later that he passed and that's why I say Father's Day is especially difficult because, you know, I, I, I am envious, so I'll admit it to you, of fathers and daughters. They have that quality time to spend with each other. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm being truthful. I miss my father so much. I miss him so much. I don't know what to do without him. That I feel like if I don't have that man around me, that I'm basically on my own alone, scared, fighting the demons. demons voices in my head why did i have that premonition why and then i was asked but did you know i just knew through stages cycle dream sometimes they say dreams don't come true sometimes they do but when you dream they say when you dream of death your life is prolonged well in this case it wasn't he was taken and i was still wondering why did i cause it Maybe if I hadn't had that premonition, maybe it would have been different. But I kept seeing it in my dream, and I thought, well, I didn't know what he died from because it didn't mention cause of death. 
But then two years after, yeah, cancer. Cancer took his life at a very young age, and I thought, wow, he didn't have a chance to grow. He had a chance to be the man that I wanted him to be. I loved my father with all my heart, and I still love him. I, I love him so much, and I wonder what would have been like if he would have lived, how his life would parallel. He's the type of man that I can't imagine ever losing, and I did. And yes, I am envious. You, I will admit that to you. I'm envious. And the same time with my mother, and then I thought, okay, I lost my father. I have one parent remaining. And I thought, okay, she lived for a long time, but I thought she could live a little bit longer. Yes, I am being selfish. I wanted her around to see me happy. I wanted her there to share in the glory, to be happy for me before she closed her eyes. And I thought, I'm being selfish because look at the pain that she's in. Who wants to be in a world of pain? Then when she died, I just couldn't take it. I said, what am I doing here? Why am I here? I would drive to work because she was happy when I had that last job. And I would cry every time I got into the car and come home to an empty house. And I'm like, why am I here? Why am I putting myself through this torture? But then I heard her voice. She goes, listen, I know that you miss me and I know that you want me back but you have to go on with your life you have to continue open up your heart do not live life with a closed heart as we live your life with a closed heart you're going to miss out on so many wonderful things focus on the man in your life focus on him make plans together i want to see both of you make these plans and hopefully by the end of the year if all things go well you will have come to something you will have come together as it should not be far from each other guys i do love him very much i want him in my life forever for good but i just want to make him happy i want him to be happy for me i want him to be with me forever i don't know i know i should be patient i just feel <laughs> again there's not enough time in this world there's not enough time. Time is short. People don't understand it. Look how, look how we're in the month of June already, 2022. Who would have thought? The years are going by quick. And I say to myself, am I going to make my promises to those people and keep them? I said I would, but I'm just so scared right now. What if I can't? What if I can't make those accomplishments? Then what do I do? I promised them that I would, and I have to keep my promise. I have to, because it's very important. It's important to me. But I'm going to let all of you go, because it was a little emotional doing this episode. A lot of old emotions came back. I didn't want to, but I'm showing you that side of me. That, hey, if you're going through something like that, then you'll understand you're not alone. We are all going through some type of grief, some type of trying to find who we are. I'm trying to figure out who I am. I know one thing. My name is Aphrodite. That's a given. My, and that's my real name for all of you who are doubting. That's my real name, Aphrodite. So I'm going to let all of you go. Until next time, have a great weekend, a great week ahead. Be strong. Be positive. Show all your emotions. 
sadness, happiness. Do what makes you happy. Find yourself. If you're not happy with yourself, then do something about it. You have every right. Be better version of who you are. And if you're gonna try to impress upon people, don't. Just be yourself. You don't have to put on an impression because those people that want you to change aren't really people you should be impressing. Just be yourself, love yourself, commend yourself. So now, I'm going to say God bless all of you. Be a greater version of yourself. Fly high like a butterfly, soar like an eagle. Remember, love is simple, love is kind. Love is beautiful. Love is divine. Divine. God bless all of you. Take care.